0: When you feel your voice is not being heard, please consider calling the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. The show wants to be the vehicle you can use to express your opinion or get your issue out to a larger audience. We're living in a time that we can no longer allow others to speak on our behalf. If you wish to be a guest on the show and discuss on the show what's important to you, call James T. Duchet at 407-394-9819. Your issue or focus can be placed on the calendar. The show is live seven days a week. We can no longer reside in the shadow of life. It's imperative that we're on top of the issues that impact our lives now and in the future.
2: feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
0: This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Uh, Cheryl, uh, thank you for being here and uh, being so prompt uh, and, and uh, so that we can carry on a, a conversation. I'm not sure how much you are into sports or what you think the relevant Relevance is of people of color who are superstars to stand up and be counted. But I want to say to you that I think sports um, contributes to the connection that all people have as human beings. And today, when Tiger Woods was able to come back and reestablish himself as one of the world's greatest golfers, he was able to get a huge crowd to follow him and to respect him and appreciate him as an athlete. If if there was anything I could say to Tiger Woods, I would say to him, he doesn't recognize or understand to the degree that people of color support him and follow him and are saddened by the things that he's had to go through. Uh, When he went through the things with his wife and he was torn down um, because of his behavior with, women outside his marriage. When recently he was torn down because he was found in the middle of the street and had been taking uh, prescription drugs, he doesn't realize that there's a segment of the African American society that supports him and goes through these serious personal issues Alongside of him So there are African Americans Who have stuck with him Despite some of his Statements of refusing To to embrace His Afrocentricness And so the day when he won The tournament As an African American male I was happy and pleased that he was able to fight. <clears throat> he was able to fight his way back despite some of his personal hardships, and so you know we we go through this and we appreciate Serena Williams and Venus Williams, who have never lost their way and under have always understood the position they hold. And we wish that all African Americans who find themselves in the spotlight understood how important they are to encouraging people of color to inspire the greatness, and that we need them to be there to support the efforts that we we make to bring our color or our race of people. To the highest heights, and so today, as we discuss it, I am extremely proud of Tiger Woods. I'm glad he has made it back. I hope he's going to be back for a sizable time to just really destroy the records in golf. And I really hope that at some point, he truly embraces his father' race. And I'm not sure why he seemingly wants to put us at arm's length.
3: Good evening, and um, how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I have zero interest in sports. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Now, I can talk about... As what I've seen As the individual I've I've seen his determination To continue Despite of his setbacks Because It is very difficult For anyone To continue When you are to talk um, Of everything When um, your life Is being looked at with a magnifying glass of the things that you have done you know because then people who are not in the spotlight you know these things happen to them all the time and I'm not saying everybody but this is not um, something that do not occur to people who are not in the um, um, spotlight but for him You know, he had his struggles and um, setbacks and whatever it is that he went through. He was still determined not to give up the game. And that's something that could be very well looked at, you know, in spite of your mistakes and in spite of things that happen in your life that may set you back and get back To Where you were Or even better than what you were It takes persistence It takes not Listening to All of the rumors that's going on It takes you know Determination you know it takes A lot you know Because I've heard And seen just looking At the um, you know my phone um, The setbacks That he's had The disappointments that he's had, you know, as far as playing the game. Um, And we all know that he started off at a very, very young age um, playing. So he has the experience. But sometimes when things happen in life, we're distracted, and it causes us not to be on our game in a way that we may have been or to do things in that way. And, you know, and we as people, being as so judgmental, we play a big part in the lives of those who make mistakes and they are in the headline news or uh, their life is being uh, looked at with a magnified glass. You know, it's much, much harder for them. So I do applaud him for one thing that I've noticed, that he never gave up that he continued to stay, stay persistent and true to the game in spite of all his setbacks, in spite of everything that he has endured. You know, and I'm not saying that these are not the consequences for his actions, but we are not on display like he has been. Um, we are not talked about in a manner that he was talked about. So it makes it a little bit tougher and we and i've noticed that through his games you know sometimes we just think that a person is just playing bad now but you know those things affect people they affect the way you do things um it has a big effect on them when we are trying to be the judge of someone who made mistakes that we could have been in that same very position but just not where we're looked at because We're not um, well-known. We're not in the public eye. So, um, you know, I applaud him. And if you want to say that this is um, something good for blacks to look at, it definitely is in spite of and no matter what comes, obstacles come your way, you can continue to do your best until you get to where you are. So that means when you fall down, you can get back up. And if you got to get back up over and over again and being persistent, so in that I do applaud him. And for that, um, he did send a message saying that I'm going to keep at it no matter what you say, no matter how you feel about me. Um, I'm not quitting. And so winners
0: never quit and quitters never win. Do you you think sometimes or can we reflect and see if maybe we've been a little bit too hard on Tiger because his world has never been uh, the the African-American existence uh, because of his father and his mother? And, you know, he is a young man who probably spent most of his years in a white America versus a a black America uh, and who was forced into the spotlight after Stanford and has uh, just not lived the African American experience. So maybe that's one of the reasons why he chooses not to embrace it. Well, good even good evening
1: everybody and uh Jane, that's a that's an excellent question. Excellent question. And um uh, and I think I'm qualified to answer that question. Um you know, um, first of all, let me uh dabble back in, in time a little bit. Uh back in the days of my daddy, uh, coming up as a as a Negro, um, having evolved from being a colored man. Uh, like his his daddy was. Um, It was said in the Negro race, uh, when we go across the track, um, it was said that black men have a tendency, once they become successful, they marry white women and give it all back. All right. And so um, when you ask that question of us on how we have been a little harsh on Tiger Woods, um, it was the fact that he did not understand the chemistry of whats of what makes you black and the chemistry and the common chemistry is especially in the white in the eyes of white people if you have any mixture in your blood, you are black and so he never been he never had that understanding, and probably rightfully so, because of the uh, environment that he grew up in. So, you know, to that I will give him uh, credit that he didn't have to go to the through the woes that most black Americans had to go through. All right, so that's fair. We'll say that. All right. Now, uh, the fact that, um, you know, black people have a tendency to want to wanna latch on proudly latch on to any black man that does good, all right? Uh, Like in the days of Muhammad Ali, Uh, ever since that day, uh, or or even Joe Lewis. We can go back further than that, all right? Uh, Jackie Robinson, anybody that has the the fortitude to do great, uh, black people have a tendency to latch on to that because that's one of ours. All right. Now, whether or not Tiger Wood embraced that that camaraderie or not, he didn't. But now this is how the this is how the dynamics of life works. Praise God. This is how the dynamics of life works. All right. So if he wasn't able to make make that connection in his earlier prime, it took it took some adversity to come into his life. So he can see the real attitude that white people have got about you. You see. You know. Uh this is this is the trap that uh Kanye West fell into. You know, when he blasted Taylor Swift on stage and went up there and took her Grammy from her and, and on national television and said that really belonged to to Beyonce. White folk hated him for that. Okay? They hated him for that. All right, but then when he flipped around and wanted to say something nice about about Donald Trump, that was his way of saying I'm sorry. Um, uh, y'all can be all right with me because I'm all right with y'all. But the point is, they still hate you for that. You know, they gon' they they don't really like you. They re- just have to put up with you. Okay, so. When, when Tiger went through his uh, saga of adversity, he got a real taste of how white America felt about him. Okay. Now, now the thing about the competitive spirit that athletes have, we have to come to appreciate that because uh, never say never, no matter what, you can't beat me, especially if I don't beat myself. See, we have to learn not to beat ourselves because the us, everybody else in the world won't, won't wants to be against you in, in some aspect. But our greatest enemy is ourselves. So we, if we don't learn to beat ourselves, yes, we can jump back, we can count back. What I would like to see him do now, this, this is something that the common black man needs and the common black family and black person need they need encouragement you know for him to be able to get back on top of his game he need not forget where he was at said given time see that that's that's, that's my plight or that's my that's my story God had given me a second chance and so that's why i'm on your show most every night or whenever i can to try to instill the fact that even though we are common people, we are a minor in a lot of ways, we still have something to give back. And to give back is the is the common denominator. It's the service. You know, being great and having riches ain't worth a flip if you ain't giving back in some kind of way. Because we all know, and I'm sure Miss Sher tested this, God is still in control. He can slap you off that off that horse one more time if you only see fit to give back in some kind of way.
0: Thank you. You know it's amazing. I've said this before. When I talk to you all, uh, my mind just goes all over the place with things that need to be said and uh, things that need to be embraced and shared with people all over the country. The true fact is that I feel like those of us who are presently calling into this show are not anti-white. We're just pro-black. And the fact that Tiger Woods had a black father, we we want him to embrace us so that the... The benefit flows both ways. That he has our support and we have his commitment uh, to trying to make life better for people of color. He already failed in one way because he gave away his mass riches or a portion of his mass riches to this English white female who has no connection whatsoever to the right, the black experience other than raising two mixed boys. And those two mixed boys may never know the African-American experience, but half of his wealth is gone. Now, what he does with the other half, if he ever chooses to marry again, we already know he's dating another white female. Uh, And we don't know if they'll have more children or if she'll do the same thing to him that the first one did. But it just seems like we, just like Michael Jackson and some other rich individuals, their wealth will never make it back to the Black community in the ways that it should because of who they are. And that Tiger Woods, to me, has an obligation or should have a will to respect who his father was and respect that the Black community needs him more than any other community that he might aspire to connect to and that at some point in time he needs to come to the realization when he won his first Augusta tournament they told him exactly who he was uh, because they told him next year I guess we'll have watermelon and greens and fried chicken and there were no oriental dishes whatsoever in that list that uh, I can't remember the guy's name said but Cheryl, we we at some point have to amass the ability to get the support from our our celebrities that allow us to move to a greater place
3: Um I can definitely understand um what you're saying and I guess that all comes with um, the choices, the choices that um, we make in life. Um, And I can't say that as black individuals are they thinking on that lines and on the lines of where they're trying to place a benefit their wealth at. I really don't think that that's the um that's something that they are thinking about when um when they are dating you know outside of their race or when they have children um with someone that's outside of their race um I want to believe that that's not um something that Is a focus saying that If I don't stay Within my race Then my race Could not benefit from the Wealth that I may have Or that I may leave As an individual Um, So I guess I mean that's pretty much my view On it I I would think that They're not thinking on Those lines they're thinking on Just the choices That They want to make in life, and no further than
0: that. Uh, Do do you think it's that that people? You know, we we have a tremendous amount of wealth. Uh, You know, you look at what LeBron has done, but had everyone in the NBA and NFL and baseball and every other millionaire that you can think of who has gotten their wealth through athletics, they could put a dent, a serious dent, in the needs of African Americans to the point of uh, creating the kind of schools that LeBron is creating now. You know, it it just means that if they could just come together, uh, just having a school... In every major city, would would uh would make a major difference in the way that people of color looked at education and looked at uh, the possibilities of greatness. All
1: right, Jay, Before I lose uh, context of that of uh, that question, I think that's a that's a very valid point. Uh, if, if these athletes, athletes would, come, would come together and understand the importance of having a, a magnet school, per se, in their name in every town, uh, it would attract, I think psychologically, it would attract students to want to do better, to want to, 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 want to attend that school as a brand just like it does their shoes, their sneakers, uh, their their sweats, their uh, workout gear, and their hats, uh, it's the brand that makes them want to be a part of. So if they were ever to come to that understanding, I think that that you make a very valid point. Now, before I forget my other point, I wanted I need to jump to it real quick, and it was something that Michelle said, um, and with something that you said about the the connection to the black experience. Uh, that's where the disconnect is. That's the disconnect that, for the most part, brought me to your show. The identification and the realization of that disconnect of the black experience, Miss Kathy speaks about all the time, and Miss Cheryl just alluded to the fact that people are doing their own thing. They're doing things by choice the way they see fit to experience life in the way that they want to do it. That's the disconnect of the black experience that we know of, that we know of as older adults. Now, going forward, you have we have to come to the realization that that disconnect is intentional. Let's not play with it. The same the same intention that we see now that trying to persuade people to not to understand the truth when you hear it. That's the same thing. It's the same intent to where now they wanna say that everything that you hear is not true, that it's fake. It's, it's the it's the hope of building something new, something different than what it, what it is that we aspire to, aspire to. They don't like your inspirations, and like you said, we are not racist. Let me please reiterate that we are not racist, but we just want we don't want to forget to be pro-black. That's what they want you to forget. You know, they used to call Dr. King a communist. They, uh, J. Edgar Hoover used to bug his house and try to find out what they were doing and had America, America believe that Dr. King, which now he's praised as a great American now. Now he is. But back in the 60s, he was tagged as a communist. That's the game, you know. So anything that you aspire to, they don't want that to get fired. So that's the disconnect with the black experience Uh, with the introduction, hear me, with the introduction of the experience of crack cocaine did a real number on us, it did, and that widened the disconnect, and that's why now everybody's doing their own thing. You know, with the fall of the Black Panther movies and, and the Shrine of the Black Madonna and and the and the uh, throwing the cold shoulder to the black Muslim and Farrakhan, man, you know if Farrakhan can come back now, he probably be president in five years, or 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 in somebody's cabinet. But well, surely he's close to eighty now. But the, but the point is, uh, it's intentional. So the black experience is, is no longer this, But that's why we are here. Now, is it is it, it going to be uh, easy? Has to get people reconnected? No, it's not. Because uh our younger generation are too far gone in a positive way, like Miss Kathy was surely test attest uh, to testify to in a positive positive way doing their own thing. But we, what we have to do and what we have to understand to keep doing is still sprinkling the idea of the black experience and what it is to be black. Like like uh the basketball player for the Houston Rockets, uh, who said that he was not a role model. But everybody looked up to him as being great, Charles Barkley. Right. Uh, was not interested, no not even interested in being a role model to black folks. Okay. So that's the disconnect. So uh, I just need to make sure that we squeeze that in. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um one of the things that I truly cannot understand is South Carolina State University contributed to my well-being. May and I may not have been as fair to South Carolina State as I should it be related to making sure that I send money back to the school. But certainly I can't deny, if it, not, if it were not for the education I received at Jones High School and at South Carolina State University, I would not have eaten as well over the years. And so now when we have athletes like Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, and the hosts of football players and basketball players and baseball players and track runners and the whole lot. When you're receiving those millions and you don't see the need, and entertainers included, uh, to give back until it hurts, We have people buying your shoes and your jerseys and contributing to your wealth. Cheryl, I I just cannot imagine that they don't see the need uh, to give back till it hurts. And uh, we all know you, uh, Cheryl and Dee, that when you amass the kind of money that we're talking, uh, people we're talking about, you uh, don't have to be too smart to make sure you never are broke again in your life, despite giving till it hurts. And so, Cheryl, I just don't understand why they can't see the pain in the streets in the, around in, in the cities that we see. And not want to do the kind of things That LeBron James is doing
3: Well You know sometimes And I think um, I want to say it was Regina That said it yesterday If I'm not mistaken I'm not sure But when she mentioned selfish You know Being very selfish When we have Think we have arrived We're not willing to share We're you know only thing That we are thinking about is What we're going to do next How what we're going to accomplish For self Not so much how We can give back and not Realizing and I think this is something That I had discussed Today at church um, Because people don't realize the Importance of giving You know um, I was taught at a very young age about giving, and that's where your blessings are. You know, you so much worried about if you keep it all, then you're going to be able to get this and that. But in your giving, you are extremely blessed. But that's the thing is that it's hard for people to let go of What they have To really um, To be blessed In a way that they could Not begin to imagine And that's why they So very hard For you know what they have And they not And being selfish meaning that They're not willing to share They don't think about that They think about you know Even those that had Difficulties growing up they don't think about sharing with others they they don't so it's um is is really sad that we have come to that and it's really sad that there's so much wealth out here among um black people and that they are really not willing to share With those that are less fortunate And when I say that I mean it can be things that you say Look I'm going to help you To help yourself But if you're not willing to help yourself Then hey I'm out of here Or to be able to give somebody the boost Because you know a lot of times You just need that one opportunity To be able to to Make things happen for yourself So um, It all goes back to Just selfishness
0: Yeah, you know, um, and we and when we talking about helping, uh, I don't want people to get it, get it wrong. Uh, I don't mean the uh, to be going around just giving out handouts. Uh, I think Shaquille O'Neal is doing an awesome job by all the businesses he's starting, and uh, hopefully, uh, all the people of color he's employing uh but i mean uh doing things that like starting these schools and and getting them to the point where they're uh, self uh operating uh you don't just have to give every day cuz you know out your own pocket but these foundations that can be created uh so that you are uh giving people opportunities and so you know um and and the reality is is that uh you don't wanna die leaving millions uh that are not needed by your children and family, uh but um but could benefit millions of others. It ain't but so much money you need to leave to your family, but there is a lot of things that you're your um, your community could use that money for good uh, to create even more millionaires. Well, um, you know
1: I, I, you know I, I'm coming to understand that uh, the common denominator is service, is giving back. Um, uh, I'm I'm kind of. Uh, Witnessing, I'm I'm kind of educating myself now on the on the life experience. Uh, I'm going I'm going through some real enlightening programs and podcasts and things like that to talk about uh, to understand the life experience. I'm gonna say that again that to understand the life experience. And it's been brought to my attention that uh, the life experience really consists of three things. Uh, it's, it's the aspiration behind Greek mythology and and the Greek understanding of uh how the mind works and how if one uh wants to achieve things all they gotta do is think on it long enough and, and the attitude and the thing uh um, the, the teaching behind Socrates and Plato and all that. And then the other side of the coin is the Hebrew experience. And the Hebrew experience is what, where righteousness come into play, uh, right and wrong, good and evil, and and repenting of sins. All right? You put those two things together, and you have a decent life experience. But there's one thing that's missing that's gonna give that will give you fulfillment in all of it. It's and it give you more fulfillment than the money that you're speaking of. And this and this is where we at. The thing that's missing. Is service giving back? You know, when we look at the total picture of Jesus coming to Earth and and his and his purpose on Earth was to serve. He he was the ultimate service. When you spoke about how Orlando was trying to decipher the fact, uh, decipher the attempt to help the homeless people, that came to mind right there, because you know, Jesus speaking the Bible that when you look at these people and you don't help them, you see me. And that's the Christianity that I've been confused about for for the past two and a half years now, that they've forgotten that. Have they really forgotten that? Uh, You know, what Jesus do they understand? So the Jesus Jesus that I know is the one that gives back and and then teaches along the way. So, um, you know, so when it comes down to um, the athlete and, and Oprah too, we, I mean, we know she's done good and she still doing good, but with her status on the on the uh, being in the upper echelon of things, I think she could do just a little bit more. That's just my opinion. All right, um, but so uh, we have to help them understand that it's the service that makes you rich, it's the service that makes you successful. It's the giving back that makes you successful. I feel that I'm successful. And my bank account look nowhere like yours. But I feel that I'm successful because of the things that I have been through and achieved and things that I'm doing now. So uh, it, 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 it's all about understanding uh, what the, the life experience is all about, and that's why. I am. And uh, I'm going to have to sign off, but I'm going to listen to you all as much as I can if I want to sign off. Thank you, James.
0: Well, Cheryl, the thing I wanna say is is that you know, we have people who are accumulating billions. And you gotta know at some point when you look at Michael Jackson, you say, Okay, the accumulation of billions, who did it benefit, but now those people who are in charge of your money who are siphoning off your wealth uh, to their benefit, okay? So um, it's not that we don't want people to accumulate wealth, but in the accumulation of wealth, do something that amounts to service. You know, I, I look at, you know, maybe uh, people like... Michael Jordan might say, ain't none of my business what he does with his money. But in a short period of time, LeBron James has shown his commitment to community. And so I question all the money that Michael Jordan has earned through his shoes, which came through our community. Why don't we have some knowledge of what he's done to benefit those same young people were willing to stand in those lines uh, to buy uh, buy shoes for two hundred dollars a pop.
3: I'm sorry, I had got a call in when I was on mute. Um, can you just repeat the last part of it? I, I was just saying
0: think. how you know Michael Jordan might tell me that it ain't none of his biz- my business what he does with his millions. Uh, but he made his millions off the backs of young people who were buying his shoes at $200 a pop. And we all clearly see what LeBron James is doing with his money. Uh, So why can't we question what some of these guys are doing or what they're giving back as a result of them making money off our community? Are you there, Cheryl? I'm sorry. I
3: was Talking on with it on mute (laughs) But um, I guess we can discuss it We can ask the question But um, The ultimate decision Is really theirs What they choose to do With their money Um, We would like You know them to think On the line that Others do think on The ones that are given but, um, you know, like I said, when it all boils down to um, it's their money and what they choose to do with it. And you're so right. If it was not for the ones that's out here purchasing their um, tennis shoes and clothing line or whatever it has, you know, we are the reason why, and I'm not going to say me, but I'm, I say we as a whole, but um, I ain't spending those $100 on those tennis shoes. I'm just sorry. But, um We are the reason why they are where they are, but we make those decisions as well, too. What we want, you know, how we choose to spend our money opposed to investing the money, Um, which is a whole other story, but anyway, um, yeah, we can. We can ask the question. We can talk about it, but like you said, the final decision is theirs, and we would like to think that they would want to try to do something to give back as they were given.
0: We'll we'll take a short break, and we'll come back and continue our conversation.
4: Say.
5: woman that has sent the expectations of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional roadmap to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintain her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman, I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars, the woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination.
3: I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts But by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure.
5: I am this woman designed by
3: my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am
5: the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future.
4: I am this woman. Uh,
0: D, I, I'm glad you're back, because I got a... Specific question I'd like to ask you and Cheryl, and, and if you're not able to answer it, uh, then we'll go straight to Cheryl. But you know, if you don't ask certain questions, and with the possibility that people will uh, denounce you or or uh, suggest that you uh, you're not serving a worthy purpose, you know, I just feel like because of the experience I've led in my lifetime, that any money that I amass, I should have a portion of it go to my community in order to salvage and save those individuals that might be lost. And I just feel like, you know, we started this out with um, Tiger Woods, but it is something, a question that can be asked of all um, athletes who are living the highlight right now and we can ask of people like Michael Jackson and Prince and others who if it were not for us the black community prior to them crossing over and that all the money they have amassed if it does not go back or a portion of it, go back to support and make life better for those of us of color. It feels almost treasonous uh, that when it's all said and done, Michael Jackson's wealth they may very well go to children that don't even carry his sperm. And ha- they have no commitment or dedication Whatsoever to that community that made his name.
1: So, well, James, you know, uh, yes, I, I did come back in because uh, there's, there's a lot more to be said and, and a little, little bit of time. You know, uh, you asked the question with a, with a good answer of the question. And, and the answer is yes, we have to be comfortable in asking the tough questions. Now, uh, I come to your show uh, to, for my mental and verbal push-ups because I understand that my work is not done. But I, I'm, I'm practicing and conveying a message here with you all on this show. Now, that being said, we have to kind of understand that the, the Internet, it's like a like it's like the universe that evolved and it's stretching, it's stretching out, and we got to be able to get comfortable enough to be a part of that, because those questions that you were asking me, should be asked on the internet. It should be asked to a, to the audience who may be able, who Michael Jordan and countless others may be a part of that audience. We don't know. But that question should be asked of other people of color specifically, and then anybody else that's of that same mindset to see what the thinking of that is. Because yes, you know, like uh, like Aretha Franklin didn't have a wheel, so they say, you know, and that's kind of um, that's kind of like out of character, you know. Uh, especially when you're talking about leaving a legacy, you know. I mean, why else are we here? We're not trying to leave a legacy. We got to come around. We got to come full circle around to a better understanding of what our purpose here is, and knowing, like the old saying goes, you can't take it with you. So why are you doing all this if you if you can't substantiate means to leave it to where you can have some meaning for it after you go?
0: Yeah, Cheryl, I asked that question to you. Uh, How does it treat, treat the black community? that people like Michael Jackson and Prince and and the like get their wealth from us, and we are the foundations of what made them successful, Uh, but yet their wealth goes to, again, uh, Michael Jackson's wealth will go to two, three children uh, that may not even carry his sperm.
3: Well, I guess that is a good question, but I guess, you know, you're the ones who, I guess with the law the the ways made up, and then you as the individual who you choose your wealth to go to, and then if you don't choose anybody, then there's a law put in place as to how your money will be distributed. And most, uh, more than likely, it will distribute benefits to those um, in office, opposed to those that are in need. Um, it would be very good to have something in place um, where money, a will is not made, or money is um, is left and don't go. I'm not sure what the law is in place and. Um, I haven't looked into all of that, and um, any time I've had someone um, to die, it's always been where they have, um, they have a will put in place. So that would be something interesting, you know, and I'm just thinking, you know, the comments in the talk that we talk about is definitely some good ideas to bring up, to um to find out um how can or if any laws can be changed or if that's just um the way it's done I'm not sure but you know it sounds it sounds good but I'm not sure how that can um take place.
0: Right. We're going to take uh this final break and then we'll come back and give uh, you uh Cheryl you and Dee an opportunity to give your final word. Thoughts, Love, and Reflection by James T. DeShea. I am a gladiator. Despite what others choose to see, my life is determined by my selected steps. Regardless of the traps set by those who hate me, I am the master of my lifelong quest. It is my convictions and courage that will decide the success of my personal journey, not the dreamless limitations. Of those who refuse to see the greatness of my legacy i walk not in the shadow of those who wish to be unnoticed i stand tall in a crowded room of those who created their own path through life i am driven to make noise where others wish to remain silent i wear the suit of those who slew dragons and ruled kingdoms i will not give in to the starless skies of those who see me as worthless and without meaning. I am a present-day gladiator, and I will have victory over the kingdom of my birthright. This is James T. Shea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Your voice can be heard loud and clear and without interruptions. Call in at six five seven three eight three zero nine excuse me zero three zero nine again, call in at six five seven three eight three zero three zero nine so your voice can be heard loud and clear and without interruption. uh Cheryl your final thought this evening.
3: Um very good conversation, as always um you know you brought up some things that I had not even thought about um that um provoked my thinking and um D gave some um very very great answers um and made the discussion even better um, and like I said we um we would like to be able to get the opinions of others if they would join in and so that we can um take this discussion even to um other levels um but like I always say, you know with all the things that's going on and the things that we do, we can always do more
0: uh d your final thought this evening.
1: Yeah, uh, very good discussion, man. Uh very, very good. Uh, I do wanna keep reiterating, like what Miss Cheryl says, uh all that we do we can always do more. Uh I wanna keep reiterating that the, the internet and social media social media is still in its infancy. Um it ain't going nowhere. Um you know, a lot of these topics that we care to talk about, uh has uh like Ms. Sheriff just said, thought has to be provoked to think. And so sometimes we can get on these social media uh outlet which is, you know, they they they're lacking entry. They're they're pretty much stagnant. They're they're there, they're dormant and they're lacking entry. And so if we can't provoke in intriguing information and thought to make them think. Uh, I think that's a great springboard to, to to start to see some results in the things that we talk about. So um, I think that we should um, encourage ourselves. Oh, before I go also, we have to help others because I know we do it. I know we do it. We're, we're like the choir. I know we do it we have to encourage others to be happy for another person and encourage other persons other people to do well see we've gotten away from that we have to encourage other people to do well and then encourage them to do the same for somebody else be happy for another person encourage them to do well show appreciation for what they've done and appreciate the things that they that they're trying to do we we got to we got to grab our our people by the horns and and
0: show them how to do And so I think that's why we live. Thank you You know as always I want to share With everyone that calls into the show uh, That I Appreciate your support And that it is Through your sharing of your Opinion uh, that you make this Show what it is We want to continue to ask people to call In to 657-383- 0309, because we want to hear what you're thinking. We want to push your opinions and our opinions uh, to a distance that we never thought possible, uh, that it is because it's important for people to interact with us and to talk with us so that they can feel comfortable knowing that we don't want to take America away from anybody. We just want all Americans to be willing to share. This is James TJ Shea the host of God's love and reflection, asking you to be a part of this audience and this program so that you know how great our country truly can be. Talk to you all tomorrow. At six PM Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflection.
4: Father, help your children and know that fall by the side of the road. In their heart. to walk on, walk on through temptation Because He is love, and His wisdom will be our open hand I know the truth, and His word will be our salvation up our hearts to be thankful and pray